Thanks for listening to this OCRFM podcast. Head to ocrfm.org.au to find more great content and information about how to donate and support this community radio station. Lollipop, lollipop, Afternoon delight and welcome to the show that is sugary spiciness and everything niceness on OCRFM, which is no no what are we at? Ninety eight point three, not ninety nine. I've I've gone up in the world. Ninety eight point three FM uh, across Collican District, eighty eight point seven FM along the coast, and streaming online at OCRFM. Should have got you to say that, Max. <laughs> I, I'm off on another planet today. <laughs> uh, how's it going? Yeah, good. Yeah. What you been up to? Uh, went to Speedway last night. Uh huh. Uh huh. How's it all going? Good. Full s- full speed ahead. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, what was the major outcomes of yesterday? Uh, the track was really juicy and that. So right. Like every five um laps, the crew in the middle would have to go out. Um, and scrape lines into the onto the wall oh, because the walls were covered in oh um, man play yeah, mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear it's a funny old month that we're having like yesterday it felt like winter then summer then yeah. I don't know crazy can't keep up with it uh, we have got lots and lots of fun stuff. Uh, on the show today, brand new yum box to get into. Yep. Uh, a kind of healthy food. I don't know what I was thinking when I got today's topic. Honestly, it was just something on the shelf that I'd been looking kind of around. I think for a few years, and <laughs> <laughs> we haven't looked at on the show before. But uh, let's find out who, where, what, and why we are in the brand new yum box. Okay, so the Yumbox have been kind of uh, tricking us the last few months by not having any sort of cryptic clues for the following month. Okay. What have they done to us this time? We are now in everywhere. Everywhere? Yeah. Okay. So there's no specific worldly destination. Could be absolutely mm. anything. And by everywhere, you literally mean anywhere. I'm just looking at some of the... Um, the flags and maps I can see on the outside of the uh, thing there. It's yeah. it's literally... Um, oh, so they're seasonal. Right, so these are kind of Christmas treats from around the world. Uh-huh. Can you say Merry Christmas in any other language? No. <laughs> I can do Bon Natale, and I can't remember if that's Merry Christmas in Italian or if I've just said goodnight. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, okay, so we've just come out of the... Yeah, I, the December being Christmas month... So they've got some uh, Christmassy treats from around the world. Where are we headed with this new yum box, Max? Uh, some of the different countries or places or 
products. It is. Well, going everywhere. And, um, st um, products from anywhere in the world. Yep, does it narrow it down? Uh, there's roast turkey and stuffing potato chips, a UK holiday feast in every chip. Yeah. Uh, sugar and anise polvoron, Spain's face fa favorite Christmas cookie. Right. Um, this is a New Year New Yum section. Salted egg yolk popcorn. Taiwan's most egg excellent holiday tradition. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, mocktail bonbons. Right. Celebrate NYE with the UK's juiciest pub fave. Okay. Definitely a big mix here. Uh-huh. Um... Croutonotton cookies. <laughs> the Netherlands number one spice cookies, bite right. sized. Uh, Alpine nut cake. Crumbly nut, nutty pie straight from the Swiss Alps. And cocoa dusted chocolate truffles. France's most popular and Dedicant Christmas gift. Okay, definitely a, a very mixed box. Yeah. So, what are we going to start with then? Uh, for roast turkey and stuffing potato crisps. Yep. So that was from the UK, if I remember correctly. Yep. And what else have you laid your hands on there? And mocktail bonbons. Mocktail bonbons, okay. Could be uh, all sorts. So we've got a bit of sweet, bit of savoury, methinks, from that. The uh, the roast turkey stuff in potato. Are you a turkey fan when it comes to roast dinners? Yeah. Yeah, see, tur mm. turkey's always my favourite. I don't know why. Lots of people complain about turkey. Mm. But I find it quite the tasty. Um... So, let's see what the Unbox has to say. Does any food scream, hooray, it's the holidays, as much as turkey and stuffing? For folks across the pond, probably not. Nearly 90% of locals have a roast turkey at the centre of their Christmas feast, but it wasn't always this way. Turkey was only introduced to the UK from the Americas in the 16th century, and it took two different monarchs, King Henry VIII and King Edward VII, to popularise it for the Christmas dinner. If they hadn't, perhaps these chips wouldn't uh, actually exist. They might have instead been flavoured with roast boar head instead. That was the uh, traditional English roast. Mm. Luckily, the new tradition stuck, and there is a roast turkey crispiness, warm spice stuffing, and even a touch of gravy flavour to it, apparently. So, you want to describe the packaging? It looks very festive. Yeah, it looks like, um, it's a red background with little white decorations all over it. Kind of snowflakey looking. Uh-huh. Then there's a little spot um, with the name and 
there's mistletoes. Yeah, so Mackies of Scotland turkey and stuffing. So Scottish potato chips. And they're looking like... Can you smell that? Mm, a little, 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 little bit. It's really strong. I'm assuming it must be strong if I can smell it. Mm -hmm. um, oh, now they're an interesting shape. Oh. They look like traditional kind of, you know, Smith's chips, but they've got an edge to them. Mm, they're thick. Yeah, they're much thicker. <laughs> Almost twice the size of your Thin's chips or mm. the like. Um, and we can see on the outside the, the flavouring little flecks of green. Mm -hmm. They feel quite dry, they're not oily, yeah. like some chips are. Going for the munch there. What's your thoughts? It's definitely a, a thicker mm -hmm. tasting chip. That's nice. Different. <laughs> Does it taste like turkey and stuffing seasoning though? That's the question. I don't think so. I can taste a lot of potato because of the thickness of the chip. Yeah. If I lick the chip, does it taste like <laughs> turkey and stuffing? It's got a salty taste to it, which mm. majority of potato chips do. But I'm not necessarily getting turkey. There's something there that kind of tickles the back of your throat. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't narrow it down to being turkey flavoured. Mm. I'm impressed with the thickness of the chip though. Almost makes it a meal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> thumbs up, thumbs down. What are you giving the roast turkey and stuffing potato chips? One thumb up. One? Yeah. If it tasted more like uh, turkey, I think that would definitely get the two thumbs. Mm. But um, there's just something that doesn't quite hit the spot. Okay, then. You've got a little uh, peach-coloured bag in your hand there. Mm -hmm. So let's move on to celebrating New Year's Eve with the UK's juiciest pub favour, the Mocktail Bonbon. If you are 18 years and older and you're English, odds are you head to your favourite pub to ring in the New Year. I know there's a few Australians that do that too. But with these British pub mocktail bonbons there is absolutely no alcohol inside the pub is headed to you so uh, apparently the flavours are prosecco a fruity peach bellini a tequila sunrise cranberry cosbo or a cr classically British gin and rhubarb Ugh. Mm -hmm. I'm not quite sure uh, whatever you choose you can raise the world's juiciest toast to the new year but remember chew responsibly <laughs> so these are absolutely not alcoholic because they're mocktail flavored but uh, apparently should taste like the actual drinks oh wow do you want to describe what that is uh they look like a warhead bigger yeah kind of a, a lump now do we know Okay, so on the front they've got the different coloured, they look like, uh, not pastels, what's the word? Tiny little pillows almost. Mm -hmm. 
and each one comes with a different colour that on the front then matches up with the drink. However, because I'm uh, a non-drinker, I can't actually match up any of those as to what's what. This Tequi one smells like passion fruit. Passion fruit, okay. So you're thinking maybe that was a pinky one? Yeah. Pinky coloured. So that might be... I don't know. <laughs> Is that Prosciutto? Ah. Uh, Tequila Sunrise? No. I'm assuming the Sunrise one looks like the Sunrise. It's got orangey. This is where we need people who drink on the program. <laughs> Cosmopolitan, Gin and Rhubarb, Peach Bellini, Prosciutto. Prosh oh, I can't say the word now. Prosciutto. And <laughs> Tequila Sunrise. I'm really wanting the peach one, but I can't tell which one's which. Yeah. Uh, so, they're dusted with a colour to tell you which one's which. There's orange, green, yellow, purple. Orange, green, yellow, purple. Does that sound right? <laughs> uh, and I cannot tell the difference between one or the other. Well then, pick one. You've got the yellowy one. Yep. You're thinking Yellow it smells kind of Passion, passion fruity. fruity. I've got a green one, a bit of a purple tinge to it. I don't know what it's going to be on the inside. It's got a kind of a punch flavour to it. I'm hoping this is the fruity peach one, actually, from the taste of that. It's quite chewy. Mm -hmm. The bonbon molly itself actually has a bit of bite to it like a citrusy tang but I honestly could not tell you how's yours going um I don't think that tastes like passion fruit <laughs> and again I can't unfortunately tell from the outside of the packaging because they got the pictures of the uh, the drinks I don't know which one's which. Or if they indeed taste different to each other. Mm. Yep, no. Nah. <laughs> it's got, yeah, the bonbon itself has a citrusy tang to it. Mm -hmm. The outside has a taste to it, whatever the drink is, but I cannot tell you what's what. no idea what that tastes like no me either it's mine's fruity is yours fruity yeah but other than that <laughs> that's as far as i can go mm -hmm. well we'll have to uh, shelve that one unfortunately i don't know what uh, thumbs up thumbs down for taste and flavor and all that jazz what are you thinking oh, yeah. <laughs> thumbs up thumbs down uh two thumbs up two thumbs up yeah. tastes okay yeah. Let's take a quick break. We're back to uh, have a look at today's topic, which is uh, Belvita, which I will admit I don't know much about prior to today, other than uh, what I've researched. <laughs> so this will be fun. Yeah. We'll be back after this break.
it is time for us to have a look at this week's topic, which is Belvita. Mm. Now, have you heard of Belvita before? No. They're up kind of on the, the top shelf of the, the biscuit aisles, which means that they're marketed against your eye line. <laughs> You have to actually go and hunt these things out. They often put the, the big brand stuff at your your eye line so that you're drawn to it, you spend the big bucks or go for certain brands. Whereas these must be uh, something a little bit left of centre. So I couldn't find much about them when I was researching, but uh, they are a brand of breakfast biscuit, originally created by Kraft Foods. Uh, these days, Mondelez. International, who seem to be the American conglomerate of owning majority of foodstuffs these days. Um, they're a company that created global snacking and food brands after they took a lot of the craft names with them. They were founded back in 1891. But the biscuits themselves were first marketed in Europe and they were introduced into the United States market in 2012. So they are recently young product in mm -hmm. the grand scheme of things. Starting in 2005, Nabisco and Kraft Foods manufactured and marketed Belvita as milk biscuits in Indonesia, which replaced the previous Honey Bran brand. The milk biscuit product line was then discontinued in 2009, and they were relaunched locally many years later in 2016 as cereal biscuits. In 2011, Kraft announced it had given the US advertising creative assignment uh, over to the MDC partnership, Crispin Porter and Bogusty. And from October 2012, Belvedere was reportedly the brand of biscuits showing the highest growth in sales. Mm -hmm. So whether there was some sort of major health kick back in 2012 or what the case may be, um, they, yeah, they have a number of different products to their name now under the Belvita brand. Uh, so today we're looking at essentially what they call their breakfast biscuits. Now, I don't know whether you would have biscuits for breakfast, <laughs> but they call them, this is their breakfast line. They also had little, um, Belvita bites, which kind of look like tiny tiny biscuit pieces or mini versions uh, they have soft baked Belvita which look like your traditional kind of grandma biscuits if uh, <laughs> you know grandma's baked a tray of stuff this is this is what's coming out of the oven is these Belvita soft baked uh, they also have Belvita sandwiches which are two biscuits with a filling of some description in them and they come in various flavors as well and the Belvita crunchy which has coconut through it. Mm. So they market these as biscuits that you could eat for breakfast because of the um, uh, the easy packaging, like they're easy to get into. They're four hours of nutritious, steady energy, according to their packaging. And they got a high content of things that you would normally associate as the good stuff. So wheat pieces, um, or as I said before, the crunchy, the coconut, that sort of thing. So they're made up of uh, whole grain wheat flour, 
um, and various grains depending on what flavour. Then they've got fruits through them as well. But um, they've still got things like 11 grams of sugar per biscuit. <laughs> um, and that's pretty much across the entire range. Uh, except for the bites which have a higher amount of sugar. 12 grams per serving. Um, the, the little biscuits are whole grain, fibre and B vitamins apparently. But um, yeah... The, the idea behind Belvedere is that uh, breakfast is, you know, the, the biggest meal yeah. of the day, or the most important meal of the day. It gets your energy, it sorts out sleep patterns and things like that. And so this is directly from the Belvedere website. Studies show that breakfast eaters may enjoy a number of advantages, like improved nutrition in their overall diet, improved concentration during the morning, and a positive impact on managing their body weight. Despite these advantages, less than half of the world report eating breakfast every day. You a regular breakfast eater? Uh, sometimes. <laughs> ah, <laughs> see, that's it. I'd On school days, yeah. Yeah, holidays not so much? Yeah, not so okay. much. Okay. So, yeah, I've always been a very regular breakfast eater. It's just how you start your day. Um, but, yeah, it's it blows my mind that there are people that don't, yeah. if that makes sense. So, uh, Belvedere breakfast biscuits are specifically portioned in convenient individual packs to help you grab a breakfast option no matter what the morning brings. Enjoy them as part of a balanced breakfast with a serving of low-fat dairy and fruit, such as Greek yogurt and peaches. So, they're not saying that this replaces your breakfast, it's to accompany it. But, um, they come with various uh, suggestions for um, serving it up, so... Have them with fresh strawberries and non-fat Greek yogurt, or apple slices with low-fat cheese, banana and a non-fat latte. It's not, you know, grab a pack, that's your breakfast <laughs> sort yeah. of thing. You do need to balance it out. But again, remember, the sugar content of these things, as with a majority of breakfast cereals, is what comes into play when it comes to portion sizes. Because uh, if people remember back when we were talking about Cocoa Pops... Um, the amount of sugar that is in Cocoa Pops yeah. literally makes it a confectionery item. Uh -huh. Whereas things like Wheat Bix have, you know, uh, very little to none when yeah. it comes to sugar. Same with rice bubbles and cornflakes. So when they start putting that layer of sugar on to uh, up the, the taste, that's when things start going down for your health. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, Belvita, if you've got any fun facts or figures that you'd like to share about Belvita, uh, feel free to text in 0439 329 713. Let us know if you've had them before or if, uh, like me, they're a foreign thing on the shelf that you've never touched or never seen. And uh, we're going to go head to head and have a taste of some right after this. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, strap yourselves in for this week's great confectionery debate as we pit two similar lollies against each other to decide an overall champion. On Afternoon Delight, it is time for us to go head to head. And uh, today we've got three different flavours of the kind of the basic Belvita breakfast biscuits. Mm -hmm. the, the simple range that look like just kind of 
oval shaped biscuits they're flat yeah. um, each box comes with packs of f- so there's six portion packs and each portion pack has four biscuits in it so the flavors that we've got are chocolate honey and nut and fruit and fiber so three different ones we're going to head to head are you kind of leaning towards one before we um. get started with the comparison Oh, I don't know. Don't know? Um, they're all boasting the fact that they're made with five whole grains. They're a source of fiber. And even on the outside of the packaging. So the, the boxes, the yellow cardboard boxes with a photo of the biscuits. And they've got, you know, each of them has the, the telltale sign. Look, I'm made with wheat because there's wheat on the package. Yeah. There's also flakes of chocolate <laughs> around that wheat. Um, the honey nut one has uh, a little container of honey. And then the nuts on the eight outside are hazelnuts. Uh-huh. But there's still chocolate as well. So again, encroaching with the chocolate, the probably healthiest option out of the three is the fruit and fibre. Do you know what fruit that is, Max, on the outside there? Um, Have you ever seen that before? I've seen it, but not in real life. Okay, it's a fig. Fig, yeah. Yeah. So, um, out of the three different flavours we've got, that box comes in at the least sugar per serving, 11.8 grams per serve, whereas the honey nut uh, is 13.2 grams, and the chocolate's even higher than that, 13.7. Do you want to increase the sugar content as we go? <laughs> Start okay. off with the kind of good stuff and go with from there. Yeah. So the fruit and fibre is um, fig and wheat biscuits. And you can see the pieces of fig through the biscuit. Yeah. And they're a reasonably sized biscuit as well. Yeah. Um, so it's not round, it's kind of... Oblong, oval-shaped. Uh, I've got a five or six pieces of fig in mine. How about yours? I've got about, yeah, five or six. Mm-hmm. So majority of the biscuit is going to be a wheat biscuit. Mm-hmm. It's kind of melting your mouth, actually. Mm-hmm. Very crunchy. You can taste the wheat. <laughs> the fruit gives it a bit of flavour. I'm not sure if we've done choc wheatens or uh, just plain wheat biscuits on the show before, Max, but they can be quite drying of your mouth mm. and tasteless. But no, these aren't too bad. Mm-hmm. I've definitely tasted worse. What are you thinking of the fig? It's good. Hmm gives it a little sugary burst mm-hmm. bit of flavour but um, there's not much there across the entire biscuit as I said only maybe four or five little slivers of uh, fig mm-hmm. whereas the one on the packet definitely has quite a few mm. <laughs> standing out all over the place you would think that uh, the whole biscuit was surrounded by coated by or um, full of fig but no that is not the case 
What's your main feedback on fruit and fibre? It's good. Yeah. <laughs> mm. So it's saying, yeah, no artificial colours or flavours. They don't taste too bad. Okay, let's see what happens as we up the sugar content. So this is honey and nut with chopped chip. What can you tell as you have a look at that biscuit? Uh, looks like a chopped chip on the top. Yeah, I've got <laughs> a few chopped chips in there. It'll be a honey base to the biscuit, you're not going to see that. What about the nut though? Oh, I can see a few flecks of nut actually now that I mm. complain out loud. <laughs> so they're tiny, tiny, tiny. It's absolutely crushed up hazelnut. Can you taste it through the biscuit though? Oh, actually, you can. Mm -hmm. It mixes in with the chocolate chip to give you that Nutella taste. Mm-hmm. It tastes like a Nutella biscuit, if such a thing exists. Yeah. That's really nice. Who thought healthy could taste good? <laughs> <laughs> um, we should say the uh, design on the, the biscuits has an imprint of two pieces of wheat. Mm -hmm. Kind of going in opposite spiral directions. Again, to hammer home the fact that these are meant to be good for you. <laughs> But no, that's really tasty. That chocolate with the hazelnut gives it a very nice, a smooth chocolatey taste. Mm. Mm. Well, that's that's definitely on the top of my list so far. <laughs> Let's see then what they've done with this final one. This is straight out chocolate. So the biscuit itself, even though it's you know, still made out of wheat. It's got that brown cocoa-y look about it. <laughs> and uh, what else can you tell me, Max? It looks like there's some nuts in there too. It doesn't say nuts on the packaging. Biscuits, whole grain, chocolate chip, maybe cereal pieces, perhaps. Kind of mm. flecks of um, oats. Like uh, yeah. porridgey sort of stuff. Probably that. But uh, I can see a lot of chocolate chips in this. Yeah. That would be why there's such a high sugar content. <laughs> okay. Down the hatch, let me know what you're thinking. How's the chocolate? Very cocoa y. Yeah, despite the number of chocolate chips. There's not as much of a chocolate taste. Mm. It's like eating a spoonful of cocoa powder. Yeah. Or a very dry hot cocoa. Mm. The chocolate chips don't actually add that much to it. Yeah, dark chocolate. It's It's got quite a dry taste to it. Uh-huh. And you're right about those cereal flecks. You can actually see the grains. Which, again, probably means it's good for you. Yeah. It'll be uh, 
natural source of fiber. Well then, how are you uh, placing your pyramid of Belvita? I'm actually going to go the order we went in. So fruit and fiber, honey, nut and chocolate? Yep. I'm switching the first two. For me, it's honey and nut, then fruit and fiber, and then the air. Strangely, chocolate on the bottom. This show is normally about uh, sweet treats that are all chocolatey, but chocolate's getting the heap-ho today. Mm. It's got, yeah, a dry, dusty cocoa taste to it as opposed to a sweet chocolate. Mm-hmm. On that note, we'll take a quick break. We'll be back with the sweetest tune right after this. Time for our sweetest tune here on Afternoon Delight. And, well, Belvedo as a whole isn't going to have a song about it. So instead, we have chosen a song from their most recent uh, US ads. And it dates all the way back to 1968. It's a song called Care of Cell 44, written and released by The Zombies from the album Odyssey and Oracle. And it's been covered by a few people over the years, but uh, it's quite strange. There's a few songs out there in the big wide world of sad or scary events that are put to music in a happy, jaunty way. That's exactly what this song is like. So just off the top of my head, Green Green Grass of Home by Tom Jones is about uh, someone looking forward to getting out of prison. And yet technically it's a little bit upbeat. The most upbeat one I could think of was uh, Pumped Up Kicks by Foster the People, which is a very, you know, happy, jaunty song. But if you actually listen to the words, man, it's it's about some uh, not so nice stuff. (laughs) Whereas this particular song, Care of Cell 44, is the story of a person writing to their partner in prison as they await for them to be released. Uh, apparently, the Zombies' main songwriter, Rod Argent, said, It appealed to me the twist in a common scenario where I just can't wait for you to be home to me again. And it's a sprightly, happy, piano, jingly song with... The, it's been described as the sunniest song ever written about the impending release of a prison inmate. Not that there would be that many songs out there that are about <laughs> this. But, um, yeah, it was not really a very successful song. Um at the time, but it's been used as the theme song for uh, Stone Quackers on Hulu. It plays in the background of a Walking Dead episode, pops up from time to time. It was used as the opening song in Season 2 of the United States Atara, but as I said, the reason we've chose it is it was used as the uh, Breakfast Biscuit advertisement jingle this year for Belvita. And uh, this is what it sounds like. Zombies with Care of Cell 44. 
uh, very uppity, <laughs> jaunty tune about yeah. uh, someone uh-huh. in prison. But yeah. you can probably see why it's been used by a Belvedere ad if they're a breakfast biscuit. See you in the morning, you know, can't yeah. wait for you, blah, 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 et cetera, et cetera. Um, what do you think? Yeah, it's good. <laughs> Not too bad. Does it make you feel like eating biscuits? Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're going to take a quick break. We've got a brand new uh, item on the shelf to explore after this break. Um, and we will be back after this. What's new, Pussycat? It is time to have a look at what is new on the shelf. And uh, funnily enough, Max, both you and I uh, found the same thing is new on the shelf this week. Yeah. <laughs> so what is it? It's a new Nutella product. Mm-hmm. Nutella Be Ready. Mm-hmm. So it's a wafer that's filled with the hazelnuts that's then spread with cocoa. So... We've had some different Nutella products before, but they're more Kinder, I would have thought. Yeah. This this even has the look of a Kinder Bueno bar. Mm-hmm. But uh, let's see what's the difference between a Be Ready and a Bueno. So uh, it's got the Nutella logo on the outside. Not much of a giveaway as to what's on the inside, picture-wise. Yeah. Maybe a little bit of a hint as to the wafer shape or the logo, that sort of thing. Okay, so it's sectioned off into three wafer pieces. It kind of looks like a, a sub sandwich. <laughs> it's got the look of um, flat wafer base and then a... What shape do you call that? They look like chocolate wedges. On the top? A bread thing. Yeah, breadstick. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So it's two very separate layers. The inside, is that... Oh, yeah. So the inside layer is that creamy Nutella center. Mm -hmm. And the outside layer is a very hard wafer, actually. Which on its own is quite tasteless, but with the Nutella... What else has it got in the centre there? I don't know. There's little... I don't know. What sort of crunchy something. (laughs) Wafer filled with hazelnut spread with cocoa. So maybe it's cocoa on top. No? Can you see the little crunchy bits in the river of Nutella? Yep. I don't know what that is, though. It doesn't say on the outside. They're crunchy and tasty, but I can't for the life of me tell you what they are. Mm. They're little wafer balls. It says contains cereals, hazelnuts, so maybe it's cereal pieces. Mm. Well, we're really on the <laughs> the breakfast train today, aren't we? Yeah. But it doesn't actually say on the outside what's what's on the inside, if that makes sense. The, the wafer pieces are very hard and crunchy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's puffed rice. 
Which gets lost when you crunch down the wafer. If I hadn't pulled it apart and looked inside, I wouldn't have known that was in there. Because it just crunches along with the wafer. It's good. Hmm. It's nice. Mm -hmm. For Nutella fans. Thumbs up, thumbs down. Two thumbs up. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and they've got little ends on the tops of the little sections too. Mmm. Near yeah, the little end. On that note, let's find out uh, what's inside this week's Kinder Surprise. What is inside this week's Kinder Surprise? The foil's being a little bit temperamental today. Oh, the, <laughs> the chocolate comes pre-broken. Inside is... Oh, it's already pre-made. Yeah. They are two little... Are they tapirs? Perhaps? Don't know. There's a, a parent and a little tiny baby one. Mm-hmm. Do we have any... Um, Instructions, destructions, information. The reason I'm saying tapir is it's got a strange looking face, kind of unlike an anteater, but it doesn't have a long snout as such. Oh, it's got some stickers. No, it's eating. What is it eating? It's a pineapple and an avocado. Okay. Yeah. I wonder what creature eats pineapple and avocado. No names, no giveaways. No. It doesn't tell you the names, which is weird. Kinder, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. They used to give us so much information. Yeah. Now you have to scan and go to their website. Mm -hmm. Well, that is it for our Belvita episode today. Thank you very much for uh, joining in. We hope you can join us again next Sunday from 3 to do it all again. And as always, if you've got suggestions for the show, you can email lolly at ocrfm.org.au or jump on the Afternoon Delight Facebook page. Yeah. We'll catch you next week. Bye-bye. Yeah. Always gonna be there anyway Thinking of you's working up my appetite Looking forward to a little afternoon delight Rubbing sticks and stones together makes the sparks ignite And the thought of loving you is getting so exciting Skyrockets in flight Afternoon delight